In practice, since the whole operation was taking place under the auspices of a hand, the Secret Service special agent tasked with keeping said hand alive ended up in charge. According to Damien Shuttle, there are a dozen SAM launchers along the dam, she pointed out. Even if he's knocked out their computer network, those can almost certainly be operated in local control. Plus, if his idiotness manages to get himself killed before we get down there, none of us will have jobs tomorrow. What do you think? Fast and hard it is, ma'am, the lieutenant said cheerfully. I suggest you hold on. Julia watched with poorly concealed impatience as the four shuttlecraft drifted away from their multi-megaton mothership, then was slammed back into her seat as they rotated and lit up their main engines. I make it six minutes to the dam, the pilot said into the shuttle's PA. We'll be hitting the SAMs on the way down and kicking y'all out the hatch at fifty meters and three hundred kilometers an hour. Thanks for flying Royal Navy. The young officer turned to Julia with a brilliant grin. I suggest you go back and get into your armor, ma'am. This is not going to be a ride for the squishy. What do you need us to do? The speaker was probably the youngest of the damn staff, a young and quite attractive brunette in a prim black suit. The holographic badge on her lapel identified her as one of the handful of engineers on the night shift. Damien smiled at her, hopefully reassuringly. Most of the hostages were still looking panicked and unsure, and he was keeping his eyes on the elevator. There was only so much he could do at this point. I need you all to get behind cover, he told her, pitching his voice loudly enough so that they could all hear him. The turbine should do. I have jammed their ability to remote detonate the bombs, so they have to come down here to set them all off. That would kill. The engineer trailed off, then nodded firmly. He could see the realization of what the Neo-Puritan Liberation Front meant to do finally fully sinking in. The threat to her had probably been so immediate she hadn't followed through the purpose of the bombs across the turbine chamber. She turned away from Damien and started shivying her co-workers into cover. The older, more senior, or just more aware among them, joined in. By the time the elevator reported its return, both the former hostages and their ex-guards had been tucked away out of sight. When the elevator doors opened again, the only person in the path of the fusillade of bullets the terrorists unleashed was Damien. Oliver had apparently taken the time to set up a pair of heavy machine guns in the elevator before sending it back down, and the deadly weapons unleashed a hail of death. The heavy slugs slammed into Damien's barrier of solidified air, the impacts managing to drive him back a step and make the runes wrapped around his arms and torso heat up with the energy he was exerting. Hoping to shortstop the attack before it became dangerous even to him, he threw a fireball back into the elevator— The bolt of energy froze and shattered before reaching the terrorists, and Damon realized he was facing another mage. He slammed his barrier forward, blocking the entrance to the elevator completely, just as the other heavy weapons the NPLF had brought down fired. The heavy armor-piercing rockets slammed into the wall of solidified air with ground-shaking force. Unprepared for that level of force, Damien's barrier failed to stop the rocket's shaped charges from penetrating the shield. Jets of fire and molten metal blasted a dozen feet past his barrier towards him, and the heat sent him reeling backwards. None of the jets reached him, and the backblast from their impacts turned the interior of the elevator into the depths of hell. The sound of machine gun ammunition cooking off was almost an afterthought, the heavy bullets shredding anyone still left standing. Even as the fireball was fading, John Oliver walked out. The Neo-Puritan leader was wrapped in a shield of magically chilled air, deflecting away the heat of his people's destruction, and his face was twisted in wrath. 
Oliver raised his hands, and Damien easily identified the projector rune of a trained combat mage on the other man's palm. That was a piece of intelligence no one had managed to pass on to him before he'd agreed to meet the man. I am the elect of God, the terrorist thundered. I will not be denied. He raised his hand and lightning hammered out from the rune, energy flashing across the void of the turbine chamber with vicious power. Damien had the same projector rune carved into his left palm, above the interface rune used for jumping starships present on both of his palms. Unlike the other man, he also had runes of power carved into his forearms, shoulders, and upper chest. Each rune doubled the power of a mage who, other than his ability to read the flow of power well enough to create them, had been of mediocre power at best. With five, Damien had no equals but the mage king himself. He knocked Oliver's lightning bolt aside, carefully directing it away from the explosives scattered around the room, and followed up with lightning of his own.